you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hey, welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City, Tuesday, September 12th. Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty, all morning long. We have been talking about Jets beating the Bills on Monday Night Football. It was an unbelievable game, and it did not start the way anyone ever could have anticipated, Jason, to see Aaron Rodgers go down four snaps into that game. As the former player at the table, your thoughts? Oh, heartbreaking. Four snaps. Four snaps. Such high hopes of what he would bring to the Jets. Obviously, not only the Jets, this NFL storyline leaves the Green Bay Packers after so many years. New chapter. Four plays in, Aaron Rodgers goes down. Coach Sala, we love you, my man. Tell us immediately, what are you hearing about your quarterback? I'll uh, deal with the quarterback real quick. Um, uh, concerned with his Achilles. Uh, MRI is probably going to confirm what we think is already going to happen. So prayers tonight, but it's not good. Personally, I don't hurt for me. I, I don't hurt for our locker room. I hurt for Aaron and how much he's invested in all of this. Um, you know, so I, I'm still going to say a prayer. I'm still going to hold out hope. Uh, but, uh, you know, my, my, my heart's with Aaron right now not in, and nowhere else. He's got a gorgeous... A lot of questions uh, still to be answered this morning as we look at the Jets, their quarterback situation, and Aaron Rodgers. Tom Pelissero joining us now. Um, Any news since we chatted in the last hour? Well, Jamie, as you heard Robert Sala say there, the fear is an Achilles injury for Aaron Rodgers. MRI scheduled later this morning, but generally speaking, when you're talking about an Achilles tendon rupture, the physical exam that they can do at the stadium the vast majority of the time is going to be accurate. So there's not a lot of hope at this point that Aaron Rodgers avoided that Achilles injury. And now barring a long shot return in the playoffs or some type of a miracle here, it would appear that the Jets are going to have to move forward without Aaron Rodgers for the rest of the 2023 season, which raises a couple of important questions. First of all, who's the Jets quarterback? Sala said right now, Zach Wilson is the guy. I've spoken to a number of people with the Jets last night and this morning. I do not get any sense that they're thinking at this point about going outside the building, though obviously they'll need to add another quarterback just for depth. Then the second part of it is, what does this mean for Aaron Rodgers? He turns 40 in December. He's dealt with a lot of injuries through the course of his career. A rehab from an Achilles is a grueling type of a process. He has said he did not look at this as a one-term commitment, but at this point, for a player who by his own admission was 90% certain he was going to retire back in February and March, it raises certainly questions about the future of Aaron Rodgers as well, Jamie. 
Indeed. Uh, future for him, future for the quarterback position and the Jets this season and beyond. Like we said, a list of questions we would love answers in the coming days. Tom Palacero, thank you so much. Catch him on the Insiders later today here on NFL Plus or NFL Network. Judy Batista also joining us now. Judy, uh, at the game last night around the Jets locker room after the game. I can only imagine what the mood was like, Judy, but please paint the picture. You know, it was this weird kind of energy, Jamie, because they were just coming off this thrilling walk-off overtime win, a punt return by an undrafted guy who they're all really fond of. So they were really excited and buzzing about that, but obviously just an undercurrent of uh, devastation. Robert Sala walked in literally minutes after the game ended, walked into the press conference room with reporters, and he was somber crestfallen, uh, you know, and immediately started by telling us that Aaron Rodgers probably had ruptured his Achilles. Uh, and in, in the locker room, you know, the, the emotions were sort of pinging back and forth. Dwayne Brown, the left tackle, uh, spoke to reporters, a complete professional. Um, Leonard Floyd, who uh, had the sack that led to the Aaron Rodgers injury, went past Dwayne Brown and Brown went through uh, the block and what happened. Um, and he was clearly dejected. And there were other players who were dejected. But again, the high of pulling off this victory was sort of the top level emotion. And, and then obviously, you know, as as you got further and further removed from the game, you know, sort of reality set in. Um, and certainly, I think, uh, overnight getting texts from people one person in the Jets organization texted me in the middle of the night, just one word, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Such a roller coaster of emotions for the entire organization last night. But as you wake up this morning, Judy, what are you hearing? How do the Jets intend to move forward? Well, I think the Jets intend to move forward the way they played last year. Um, they are going to lean heavily on that defense, which obviously was spectacular last night. Um, they're going to lean heavily on the running game, which looked spectacular. Brees Hall was energetic, running hard. And, of course, they've got Dalvin Cook, too. And then they're going to hope that everything that Zach Wilson has been able to absorb from Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson has been attached at the hip to Aaron Rodgers since Rodgers got here in April. They are going to hope that everything he's been able to absorb in these five months or so now can be translated onto the field. And, and look, all Zach Wilson has to do from last year is cut down on the bad decision-making. And that is what the Jets had always hoped Aaron Rodgers could teach Zach Wilson. This was the succession plan all along. It's obviously going into effect way, way before the Jets could ever have imagined it was going to need to. But here we are. Uh, they are prepared to go forward with Zach Wilson, at least in the short term. Don't forget, they have a game in only six days against the Dallas Cowboys. So as Robert Sala said, next man up, they keep rolling. Sala said the ambitions of this team do not change. Judy, will you just take a minute to talk about the dejection in this town, this fan base? You've been there. You wrote an incredible piece on NFL.com that speaks to it. Step aside, what is the Zach Wilson situation or who are they going to add? Just the feeling right now that this happened, when it happened, how it happened. Uh, I'll be honest with you. We in the press box were stunned. Uh, I was sitting next to Mike Garofalo and our fantastic producer, Christine Martin, and we were looking at each other saying, like, did that just happen? Uh, it, it's it's terrible. I, I had friends in the stands, Jets fans, who were texting me saying, you know, what happened? What happened? What's going on? They just couldn't believe it. And, you know, when he first was taken off the field and needed help, the place was absolutely silent. There, there was so much 
invested in him by the fans, by the organization. He touched that entire organization, right? Like season ticket sales, marketing, PR, obviously the football side. And like this, it's it's over, right? The all of the expectations for this season uh, fall apart. And you know, I I, I heard uh, Peter say this earlier. Like, I think the feeling among the Jets fans that I know is like, why does this happen to us? I mean, Vinny Testaverde was literally on the field for the coin flip, and this exact same thing happened to Vinny Testaverde in 1999. Um, so here we are. It's it's just it's devastating. For the Jets, um, they have to pick up the pieces and go on. Robert Sala has said all summer, these guys are young. They don't care about Jets history. They don't know Jets history. They just want to write their own history. But for Jets fans, this is just an awful, sickening repeat of their history. Yep. Exactly, Judy. That's exa- Thank you, Kyle, for setting the stage for that. It was very helpful for people to understand just why and how it is so heartbreaking for this fan base, yet it is still only September 12th, and there is still another 16 games to play, which will be a wild ride. Judy will be along for the rest of it, I'm sure. We appreciate you, Judy, as always. So she mentioned it. Jets, the direction they go from here. How do you stay afloat in your division, in your conference, without Aaron Rodgers? Peter, what are you hearing this morning? Yeah, think about it. So before they even got Rodgers, they did research on, you know, Dozens of quarterbacks this offseason. They've done the work already Mm, about guys, you know. And there is this sliding doors thing where, you know, they took Derek Carr out to dinner. They entertained it. And then they went for this home run swing on a 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers. And they let Carr walk out of the building. And Carr goes to the Saints. And you wonder now, like, was Carr the safer pick? And maybe we're in a better place. You can't live like that. And the Jets, they have no regrets. The Rodgers thing has been amazing. But for everyone, you know, saying go get Winston or go try to get Heineke or try to trade or sign Carson Wentz, I don't see them doing that right now. I think Zach Wilson was a second overall pick of this organization that is in his third year. And it's it's one of these deals where they've got new coaches in there. And that's Nathaniel Hackett and it's Todd Downing on the offensive mm-hmm. side. And it's like, guys, it would have been nice to, to ride with Rodgers. And we know that. But you earn your money at coaches when it's a project like this. And can they get Zach Wilson up to speed? And can they get Zach Wilson going? The only thing I'd put, I know Matt Ryan's going to get a lot of talk today. I don't think Matt Ryan is an upgrade from what we saw last year to Zach Wilson today. And Matt Ryan is in the CBS booth, and I'm sure Matt Ryan would be willing to entertain that call. Maybe they make that phone call. The only thing I'd put out there, and this isn't for hot clicks, and this isn't for takes, this isn't... Gosh, is it not worth placing a call to Tom Brady and just saying, what would it take? Now, look, before he would have to give up his vested interest as an owner with the Raiders. Right. He would have to get in shape pretty quickly. But New York guy right now, mm-hmm. he's looked like he had a glimmer in his eye at that Patriots game. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll say no. He's also like 20 pounds lighter than he was when we saw him play last year. And I don't think – but do you just do- – would that be insulting to Rodgers? I don't know. Mm. I, and this is me at 9.15 after talking about it for three hours and going through all the different scenarios. Woody Johnson took the biggest swing possible by going for Rodgers. There's only one bigger swing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's at least placing a call to TV12 who lives right down the road in New York City. All we talked about all offseason was like the offensive line. If you're Tom Brady, are you lining up to come and play? I don't know. To your point, uh, you go on social media and all the – Trade for Jameis Winston, uh, Carson Wentz, the Colt McCoys, the, to your point, the Matt Ryans, 
why. If you're going to go get somebody else, yes, it has to be Tom Brady because the last time we saw some of these other quarterbacks, it wasn't good. So your assumption that now they're just going to walk in the door for a Jets organization and just become good just like that is impossible. I, Tom just seems like he's enjoying life. He's running down the field at Gillette Stadium, pumping up the crowd. He's ringing bells. Every week he owns a new team. Why? I I don't see why he would want to. But to your point, if you're going to say another option, take a bigger swing. Don't Mm. just say, oh, well, we'll just settle for this. Never underestimate a legend's desire to add to their legend. (laughs) There's there's always a bigger legend. Uh, It'd be strange if it was another team. Like, would Brady join the Jets? Doesn't it feel like like Jeter joining the Red Sox at the end of his career? Like, (laughs) that that may be against everything that TB12 stands for. But I I I hate those names. I I hate all of them. Matt Ryan. I hate it. Carson Wentz. I love those guys. I hate them as the Jets quarterback. Like. Do you see how good Brees Hall was last night? Yeah. You know, see how good their defense is last night? Right now, if you're the Jets coaches, you're like, how can we make the playoffs? Never mind Super Bowl. We're going to make the playoffs. We need someone who's not going to make a bunch of mistakes and just sort of hand off, and we're going to win games 17 to 13. And that's not in bringing in some wild card and trying to get them to learn the playbook in the next 10 seconds. Peter, I would love if they brought in Brady. <laughs> it's not my brand. I'm not. And then the Jets are <laughs> throwing it out there. Right. Throwing it out there that, like, we saw him on Sunday, and he yeah. was, you know, glimmering, you know, from. It's pretty good. <laughs> You're going to tell me that there is not a single name on that list. Trey Aikman tried so hard last night to not go so hard at Zach Wilson. And even at times, I had to look at my husband and say, did he just say that about Zach Wilson? And he's, yeah, he really did just say it. Whether it be, that was just a poor throw. Mm-hmm. Man, that's just not a good look. I'm not sure what he's thinking there. This is very basic football. Those were all words basically summarized that Troy Aikman said about Zach Wilson. This is just last night when he comes in and this opposing defense really had not prepared for Zach Wilson. What are the rest of the 16 teams going to prepare for Zach Wilson? He handed the ball off after he threw it to Garrett Wilson yeah. every single time. So you think they should time. get somebody? What, is there a better option for Nathaniel Hackett running the offense that he wants to than Zach Wilson? Because nope. what we saw in the second half last night, nope. you're just – you're just going to run the ball for the rest of the season. Hey, Manning will say those same exact words. Enter Carson Wentz, yeah. enter Matt Ryan yeah. last year. He was saying the same ones when Carson Wentz went in there for the Commanders last year when That's they had a chance great. to get to the playoffs. When Matt Ryan, week after week, until Sam Ellinger was in, it was just like yeah. person after person, they were saying the same. Let me throw thing. one more out there. I was just stunned. About our guy Phil Rivers. He was supposed to be good to go for the Niners last year. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 they had right, him right. on the phone. I'm just, oh, really, the music? Yeah. Phil Rivers? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. So much hype for so many rookies. They actually have to play the football. We call this Schrager's Fabulous Five. Each week we give you the top five rookie performers of the week. Last year, Sauce Gardner, Brock Purdy, Aiden Hutchinson. How about this year's class? Let's start it right off. Number five, a first-round pick. Jason McCourty's pick for Offensive Rookie of the Year before the season. It's Mr. Zay Flowers. Zay was awesome in a game you might not have been watching between the Ravens and the Texans. Zay Flowers did a lot of great things. He did it from a lot of different places. Lamar's favorite target was Zay. 
his first round pick, and a guy that he's connected with right away. The after the catch stuff was fantastic. All the things we imagined coming out of Boston College, we saw it actually take form in this game. They used him in a myriad of ways. Behind the line of scrimmage, out wide. They used him at the X, he's at the Y. Look at this. Between all the rookies, first week ranks, second in receiving yards, first in yards after the catch, and first yards after contact, which you wouldn't expect from a guy his size. Now, what I love is the visual of how different he was. This is what his route tree was from both catches and the routes after the catch. This isn't just straight go. This yeah, isn't straight yeah. bubble screen. All over the map. This is a, a mosaic. They used him in a billion different ways, right. and he did a bunch of different things. Zay Flowers, a mo Zay. Oh, Peter. Ick. Mosaic. <laughs> Midseason form. Number four. Let's go. How about the running back out of Texas, Mr. Bijan Robinson? Right. Showing up and showing out, and he was just a beauty to watch. So we're in the number seven here, and he's used in a different formation out wide, and I thought this was an amazing play for a rookie. He's that wide receiver, gets it, shakes out with that little move, and then knocks over two guys. I have a problem with him wearing number seven for the Atlanta Falcons. That Talk should be Michael it. Vick's number up in the rafters, but that's another topic. Bijan Robinson. Young Way Koo last year. It was Young Way yeah. Koo. I saw that. Yeah. Bijan was great. Was great. Love to see it. You drafted him in your fantasy league in the first round, and he was worth the pick. He looks fantastic in his first action. I'd like him in 32, like Jamal Anderson. Dirty right, bird, do a little Let's dirty bird, now. maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, what I loved about it is that a lot of stuff out of the passing game and after the catch, uh, Bijan Robinson was fantastic. Interesting game this weekend. They play the Packers. Let's see if Bijan can do it against that defense and not this Carolina one. All right. Number three. Oh, how about a fifth-round pick, 117th overall out of BYU. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get to know Puka Nakua. I wanted to do that all week. That's right. Puka Nakua. He was awesome. Was he not fun to watch? Fifth-round pick, and there was buzz a little bit towards the end of training camp that, like, Nakua's really good, and you should be talking about him on your show. So, Friday, good morning football. Before you picked him up in your fantasy league on your waiver wire, let's go to the kitchen of our break room and check out the show. The name to watch is Puka Nakua. Mm, Say it again. Puka, Puka Nakua. BYU. 17th overall pick, wide receiver out of BYU. That's it. Puka Nakua. Look at this. Most receiving yards in a rookie debut in the franchise history. Damn. Pretty good company here. Henry Ellard and, of course, Cooper Cup, who had one of the great rookie seasons from wide receiver. Puka Nakua, 117th pick overall, making an immediate impact. We see you, Puka. Number two on the list. You want to talk about immediate impact. How about a guy who just disrupted right from go? Eagles defensive tackle Jalen Carter mm. was an absolute... <laughs> Forced to be reckoned with in this game. If you're watching this game, and I was, I was like, I just want to watch what he no, does up back. front. He's in on every play. Now, did he have 17 sacks in his debut? No. The pressures were insane. Every time he lined up at the defensive tackle spot, and sometimes he did it against 95, his teammate from college, Jordan Davis, it was like, who are these? How did they get Sue and Vita Vea together huh? underneath? <laughs> um, it, it was unbelievable what he was doing in the interior offensive line, and the numbers prove it. I'm watching it in real time. I'm like, Jalen Carter's in on every play. Sure enough, PFF gets to it. Next Gen Stats gets to it. Most quarterback pressures by any defensive tackle in the sport this weekend. Look who's right up there. Jalen Carter. He had the most ever by a defensive tackle as a rookie in a, in a game. I mean, it's hard to quantify defensive tackle stats when they don't have 11 tackles or 14 sacks. 
But if you watch this game back, Jalen Carter was in the backfield just about every time he wanted to be, and he was unbelievable. And yet, he's not the number one on the Fabulous Five. For number one, I would like to toss to the great Bob Wischusen okay. on the call from last night's Jets victory. And getting away, a line drive kick is Sam Martin. Gibson runs under it at the Jet 35. Starts to his left, gets to the 40, turns the corner at the 45, 50. Blockers in front at the 40, at the Bills 30, inside the 20. Stutter steps to the 10, to the 5. Touchdown! It's a Jet touchdown! This game is over! What a way to end Monday Night Football. Gibson's going to take this one back. 63 yards for the touchdown! We love Bob Wischusen on this show. Incredible call. Captured the moment after what was such a devastating start to the game. Xavier Gibson, undrafted out of Stephen F. Austin. We saw him make the team on Hard Knocks. Then after the game, I thought our Mike Garofolo did a fantastic job catching up with the captain of the team and the defensive leader, Quinnen Williams. Not on Rodgers, on Xavier Gibson. Two quick ones. What do you say about Zach Wilson hanging in there, taking the punches? Coming out as a, as a victorious quarterback tonight. Man, he's amazing, man. Like, he's been amazing. He, he's a great quarterback. In my eyes, he's, a, he's done the things in his offseason to learn from A-Rod, to do the things uh, that he needed to do, to uh, put on the performance, man. He got in there, took some hits, but stuck in there, man, threw a beautiful touchdown uh, on both sides. So this is one of those games to beat great teams like Buffalo, man. You got to have all phases. Special team defense and offense had to do their job today. Have you talked to Aaron at all? What are your thoughts regarding him? No, I haven't talked to him at all, but I'm for sure I'm going to talk to him. So It was a great answer. It was. It was a great answer. Here we go. Here's the list. Xavier Gibson, Jalen Carter, Puka Nakua, Bijan Robinson, Zay Flowers. If I was to ask you before the season started, guys, if I asked you before the season started, your five rookies, would so Xavier great. Gibson make the – would Puka Nakua no. – this is why we do this segment. It's not just going to be the blue chip guys. It comes from all over the league. And we didn't even mention the big boy, Derwin, uh, out of, out of uh, the Browns, who could not be rushed against. And, of course, you've got your guys like Anthony Richardson, who lit it up in their quarterback debuts. Kyle, your reaction to this? Well, I one? love how you got him slotted, too. I feel like the, the more famous guys are four and five, and then, like, that cool new crew is one, two, three. I'm lo- look, Peter, we're looking at three. I'm looking at Puka Nakua. Everybody tonight, go to your waiver wire if you sucked in fantasy, get Puka Nakua. I'm thinking about debuts, Peter, as receivers unlikely to abuse, and I'm thinking of Anquan Bolden yeah. as a Cardinal. Second round pick. It's a Cardinal, Florida State quarterback and everything. Puka Nakua joins him. It's great. I love Xavier Gibson's story. I loved all the calls that came out last night. I'm not going to make you answer it, but there must have been somebody that got bumped because Xavier shot to the top of your list last yeah. night with that. Who was it? Do you want to tell The us? offensive tackle for the Cleveland Browns, a six-foot-eight guy, Derwin Jones. Oh, he was yes. unbelievable. Dewan, out of, yeah, Dewan yeah. Jones out yeah. of Ohio State. This guy had 20 pressures, didn't give up a single sack, and yet I don't have a spot for him on the You top can do five. it day one next week. Mm-hmm. Next week, man. Mm-hmm. Xavier had to go to the top. I love it. That was a bleeping undrafted rookie <laughs> who made the bleeping team and worked his bleeping butt That's Quinnen's words. Shout that out Quinnen. Direct quote. Quinnen. Give to Mike All right. Will Selva. You ain't no rookie. Mm-mm. You a veteran. Mm-mm. You a veteran of 20 years. In you this a vet. You're a leader. Oh, yeah. Take it away, dude. Thank you very much, Puka Nakua. Love the name. Definitely fun to watch. Now, the last time we saw Chiefs defensive end, Chris Jones, he was sitting in a suite during Kansas City's week one loss to the Lions. Remember, he was dapping up different fans. Well, it looks like we'll finally get to see Jones where he belongs 
in week two. Out on the field, wreaking havoc on opposing offenses. Jones agreeing to a one-year deal with the Chiefs on Monday worth up to $25 million. He was set to make a base salary of $19.5 million this season. Jones, who tied his career high with 15.5 sacks last season, will be a welcome return to a Kansas City defense that had only one sack against Detroit in Week 1. Elsewhere, Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni confirming linebacker Nicobe Dean will miss multiple weeks with a foot injury suffered in the season-opening win over the Patriots. NFL Network insider Ian Rapport reporting surgery will not be required, but a trip to injured reserve is a possibility. In Chargers head coach Brandon Staley telling reporters that running back Austin Eckler is dealing with an ankle injury, leaving his status for Wednesday's practice up in the air. Eckler put up 164 yards of total offense and a touchdown before leaving the week one loss to the Dolphins with the injury. All right, still to come here on Good Morning Football, former NFL defensive tackle Malik Jackson. Joining us to break down the Jets' impressive defensive performance on Monday night. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Time for today's wake-up call presented by Verizon. Imagine the wake-up for Jets fans this morning trying to piece together everything. we got a friend here who's going to help us do that at the table. He's a good friend of the show. He's a former pro bowler. He's a Super Bowl champion. Please give a warm welcome back to Malik Jackson. Yeah, Malik. How are we doing? How are you feeling? I'm doing great. Feeling great. Ready, ready to conquer the day. Please, make it make sense. We're trying to piece together last night. Give us your perspective on it. The Rodgers era begins. It ends in five seconds, or at least for this season. And yeah. then the Jets actually win the game at the end really yeah. triumphantly. What was your takeaways from last night? I mean, I think we got to give credit to Zach Wilson. I thought he came out, really killed it. Um, I know he's probably not expecting to play at all. So, you know, that week was probably a lot for him, especially having a guy come in, get all that money, uh, and have to get set, sat back, especially after being, I think, number two overall pick. Um, I think he killed it. I think he's... Uh, really stepping up, but I have to really say the Jets' defense really stepped up and had a great game. No doubt about it. And let's look across the league because you were on our show back in July and we talked about the Cleveland Browns. And you said mm-hmm. one of their guys has to step up, one of their leaders, and Miles Garrett. He mm-hmm. did. He stepped up, one of their stars Sunday. They beat the Bengals. Is this a team, playoffs, what are your expectations for the Cleveland Browns this year? I mean, let's slow down a little bit. You know what I mean? I think they had a good game. I believe they held the, the run game to 142 yards. I think they had they had two sacks. It's one of those th- two for 15 where the Bengals on third down. So it's one of those things I think they're doing well. I think they're being consistent for the first game, but we'll see. I want to see them go through some adversity. Mm. Maybe a guy or two get hurt. Maybe um, somebody's not playing that week and uh, see what they can do then. The roster is so good in Cleveland. Miles Garrett is so fun to watch. He's like a highlight waiting to happen. Yeah. There's a 
clip that came out from last weekend where he's just like lingering in the defensive backfield and he's yeah. doing a crossover. Mm-hmm. We wanted to come up with some names for this, but we want to know if you had a name for this move right here. Look at him. I was uh. going to say, I was going to call it Don't Blink. Like, <laughs> don't blink because he's coming for you. What mm-hmm. do you think? That's like the ee you know, yes. those things like, That's you know, you have, to, like have, it. You have to have strong ankles. And I think it's not strong ankles, but super confidence to go out there and uh, be doing air basketball on the football yes. field with right. the guy so that's loose. making money. Can you imagine what the center was thinking right there? No. Mm-hmm. Going here. On here? He probably 10K. felt like, um, who was it? Um, who was Geno Smith with Aaron Donald rushing mm-hmm. at him? Oh, oh my God. God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh, like you played your first four seasons in Denver in the commercial break. I was saying, I'll never forget being at the Super Bowl and just watching you and Vaughn and DeMarcus Ware just absolutely destroy that Carolina offensive line and getting to Cam Newton. It won the Super Bowl for the Broncos that year, and yet that's the last game the Broncos have been to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Super Bowl that you started and could have very well been Super Bowl MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Yeah, you deserved it. Uh, Sean Payton is there now. They lose the first game. The offense did not put up a ton of points, 16 mm-hmm. points. Your just takeaways for the Broncos fans watching. Um, I think first you got to give Coach uh, Sean Payton longer than you gave Hackett. I think it's one of those things when you get a new coach, you have to give him at least three years. Now, when you have a quarterback like uh, they have in Wilson and uh, a team that's built that Coach came in to, to uh, coach, I think – they have to make the playoffs this year. Now, I'm not thinking wild card like you have to have a strong year, especially all the money they're giving out, all the uh, things that the new owners have given the players and the building. Uh, you have to do better. Now, hopefully this tra- they transition to getting more points on the, on the board and, and getting the running and passing game going again. But, you know, I think I'm a defense guy, so I'm always put on defense to go out there and stop other teams from scoring the points and, uh, and being great. So. Let's talk some offense, though. Let's talk some Eagles offense. The Eagles got the win against mm-hmm. the Patriots. We got a clip of you I want to run right now. You were talking earlier in the summer, Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard says that he thinks Jalen Hurts was the second best quarterback in the NFL. If you ranked him, and we love ranking, that he's second. Here is your response to that take. I'm making a prediction. I think Goddard's going to have zero, zero pass receptions the first game of the season. <laughs> zero of the first game of the season. Guys, Dallas Goddard ended the day essay with zero catches. A goose egg. Unbelievable. Uh, Your thoughts on looking back on that and how it took out. Take a victory lap. Oh, thanks. Uh, Sorry, Dallas, but thanks. Hey, won. I mean, yeah. But I I, I think for that, it's one of those things. I don't think um, Hurts went out there and not trying to saw him wide open. Like, ah, I'm going to go over here now. You know, it's one of those things I think um, plays just didn't happen that way. They didn't go to him, um, unfortunately. But I think uh, it was one of those things, you know, Jalen's very prideful. So may- maybe it was like that, you okay. know. But, well, Malik, um, let's let it ride. Give us a wild prediction for week two. You- you're one for one. Let's go. Uh, I think my prediction is that Casey's going 0-2 and, and the Jags are going 2-0 this hey! week. Hey! I'm, Look I'm, out! I'm, I'm, I'm jumping on the, Jag, the Jaguars. The Jaguars bag. paid you a lot of money for many oh, years. You might have biases yeah. here. They did fire me though, so let's let's be clear with that. They did I fire love me. that too. They pay me money. They also kicked me out of the building. Like, you know, it's uh, it's an interesting dynamic. Are you a believer in what Kyle Brandt says is true, which is week one is a liar? In terms of a team, you see something about a team in week one. Weird stuff happens. I think if you lose, yes. If you win, no. (laughs) So if you lose, you have to like, okay, cool. Hey, guys, we just didn't come out right. We were a little flat. We're going to get better. You win, hey, this is who we need to be, this is who we are. Let's keep going. All right, so the Cowboys are going to the Super Bowl. Yes, right? That's I mean, how they uh, feel. 40, let's slow down, guys. Let's slow, let's slow down. Let's slow down. You come in the locker room, and that's how you feel. We always give out game balls after week after week, after week in the NFL. I gave my game ball out to Jesse Bay. Somebody gave Tua, Tonga mm-hmm. Bailoa, a whole bunch of them. Yeah. Who would you give your game ball after week one? 
I think I would give it to a guy that was probably sweating uh, the last day of cuts. Um, guy from Stephen F. Austin. Mm-hmm. Uh, our guy, Xavier Gibson. That's I thought the, the way he uh, ended that game last night, put his name in. Now he's a household name. Everybody's looking yeah. for him. I think he solidified himself to be able to be back there and uh, return those kicks and punts. Um, he did his thing. So and that's what you look for in the NFL. We know. You know, when you're going out there playing, you got to make a name for yourself. And uh, he did that. Love that. Plays, man. Mm-hmm. Big time plays. plays. Uh, Malik, you're the best. I, I, I'm looking forward to the Jaguars going 2-0 against the Chiefs. Mm. Your, your prediction. Dallas Goddard to take a stray this yeah. morning. Who knew? Yeah. yeah. The Eagles won. Back in July. Best, Zero catches. I know. And then he gets. Hey, man. Can't say stuff about your quarterback, you know? <laughs> exactly. Can't right. say anything on the show and not have it live down in infamy, yeah. both good and bad. Very true. Uh, incredible well. glasses on Malik, too. We love yeah. them. Trying to look a little look studious great. today, you know what yeah. I mean? I was like, man. You got your notes. All <laughs> get out. Uh, please let's do this again, man. Week two is coming around. The NFL is going and going now. Mm. We're in the season. It's great to see you, dude. Yep. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Anytime, Anytime, baby. Yes, see you soon. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.